Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the Punters, mate, on SEN. afternoon welcome to the punters mate on this friday the 15th of december 2023 christmas is getting closer and closer and closer now i've got a special guest on the show this week sam highland is going to be replaced by another sam sam's gone on some holidays for christmas but i have a more than able replacement sam better look out <laughs> sam collett's joining me this afternoon sam good afternoon and it's fantastic to be filling in for Sammy Highland, and yes. um, I'm sure you appreciate the um, the good looking upgrade. I was going studio. to say it's a massive upgrade, <laughs> massive, massive upgrade. Even the clothing's an improvement. I mean, everything's an improvement. So look out, Sammy. You might not be back, but then he could probably replace me at any stage too. You know. So there you go, Sam. Um, how's your week been? What have you been up to? Yeah, no, listen. Writing plenty of winners. Well, I'm trying to. It's been actually a bit of a quiet week for me in terms of writing. Um, and as that goes, sometimes with racing, sometimes you have a, a mad busy week, and I feel like my feet never touch the ground. Yeah. And some weeks are a little bit quiet, so I try and make the most of those quiet weeks, and uh, you know, embrace a bit of downtime. And I've started playing a bit of golf, so I've been practicing that. Um, hopefully, I'm getting good enough that someone might offer me some kind of a sponsorship <laughs> deal. You know, that would be great. Ping. Callaway, yeah. somewhere yeah. like that. Tailor made. Yeah. Just anyone. Nike. Yeah. <laughs> Local milk bar, <laughs> fish and chip shop, anything. Yep. So how often do you play golf? Well, I try and get out. Usually Mondays are our quiet day. Yes. So I try and um, play on a Monday. And um, Where do you play? Um, so I've played at Virginia, played at Nudgee, uh, Wynnum. Actually played at Wynnum this Monday with Robbie Dolan and one of his friends, which was always a laugh as anyone who's listened to Robbie. Does he sing? Oh, he's so funny. <laughs> He's an absolute character. And is he? A pleasure well, he's to Irish. Be around. They're all the same, aren't they? Charismatic. Yeah. 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 So I try and play on a Monday. I sort of went to the driving range on Thursday for a bit too. So yeah, get my eye in. And handicap? You got one? Listen, I haven't really got around to that yet, but um. Well, what I'm, are you going around eighteen holes in? Rough. You don't have to give me an exact. Well, I reckon roughly I would go sort of three over par most most holes. Oh, okay. All right. So you're what? breaking a hundred? Not quite. Yeah. For 18? Yeah, something like that. Something okay. So you're close. But that's okay. You've only just started. Oh, I enjoy it. I mean, some of us who have been playing for years aren't much better than that at all. <laughs> so it's one of those games, isn't it? I mean, yeah. I play weekly with a bunch of guys, and I can tell you, I did say to them the other day, I said, it's funny, we've been doing this for probably three years or more, and I don't think any of us have improved <laughs> at all. None of us have improved. It's funny, when I went back to New Zealand during the uh, middle of the year, my dad, who's an avid golf player, and he's awful, like, we always <laughs> laugh at him all the time. He always wins because his handicap's so bad. You know, he gets <laughs> 400 more shots than everybody else. It was the first time we'd actually played golf together, and I reckon it was one of you know, the happiest days of his life. Because yeah. he was out there giving me tips. I mean, I said to him, listen, if you, if I'm going to get golf tip, it's, <laughs> it's not going to be from you. <laughs> not with your handicap. No, no. But the whole um, experience was just, it was really cool. Yeah, yeah. No, it is good. It's, it's just it's such a good social game. And if you can just at least hit the ball, make sure you don't make a complete fool out of yourself, then you can basically play with anyone anywhere. It's just a really good game. Tell me, 
What's a day in the life of Sammy Collett like? I mean, when you're not riding, obviously you're out playing golf. But let's take, for instance, a Tuesday. Yep. Um, track work in the morning? Track work in the morning. On a Tuesday, I'm normally at Eagle Farm. So I head there, um, try and get, you know, on track at either 10 to 4 or 4 o'clock. You know, it's very busy there early in the morning. So I sort of ride work from 4 o'clock until about 6 or 6.30. Yep. Um, quite often I'll jump across the road and do a couple at Doombin as well. So... Then it's usually followed up by either trials or jump outs, which start at 7.30. And that can take you through until 10.30, depending on how many heats there are. The rest of my Tuesday afternoon is normally a little bit quiet and then just getting prepped for the rest of the week. Um, lots of house duties and boring what, stuff like that. What about form? Do you do form? Do you, are you heavily into the form? Does your manager, does Cameron do it for you? No, I like to do it myself. Um, like I do, I wouldn't say I'm heavily into form. Um, I think for me throughout my whole career, I try and ride, like obviously I want to do my speed maps and know who I'm following. And when I was in New Zealand, it was very easy for me because I'd been riding there for so long. Yeah. I knew all the tracks, I knew all the horses, the riders, how they rode. So I really tried to, um, you know, put a little bit more effort in obviously when I got here. <coughs> you know, there's so many different tracks, you know, so many different meetings when you're doing form horses from different places. So there's a lot more that goes into it. However, for me... You know, I've been here a little bit longer now. Um, I try and ride more my horse as opposed to the actual race conditions because, as we well know, you can go out there with the best laid plan and your horse jumps a half a length slow. You're all of a sudden yeah. two or three lengths further back. You're or right. you're meant to ride your horse back. It pings the lids. You've just got to make an executive decision on the fly. So I try not to let it cloud my judgment too much. Um, you know, horses, you can feel if they're travelling well or if they're not travelling well. So if you're, let's say, you're stuck out three wide early on, okay, and, and you just... No, you're not going to get in, and no one's letting you in. Yep. The thought has to go through your mind, well, what do I do? I'm stuck out here. Do I go back? Do I go forward? Or do I just take the medicine and stay out here? What sort of thoughts go through your mind? To be honest, if I was riding back home in New Zealand, I feel like, um, especially in, a, say, a middle-distance race, if you get to a, a mile-plus, there's every chance you're stuck out wide, the tempo of the race comes out of it, yep. and you're a chance at rolling forward and not spending too much. You're not going to make a run like that in a half mile, 1,000 no. metre, 1,200 metre race, you just take your medicine. Yep. Um, but I don't know whether it's a little bit of a stigma with a lot of trainers here. I found a lot of trainers that would far sooner you um, either really sort of make a, make a negative ride to get one off or burn a bit more to go forward. And I think that's taken me a little bit of adjusting because I would sooner ride my horse in its comfort zone. If I'm three wide and I've got to take my medicine my dad, who obviously was a very successful jockey, always said to me, if you're three wide, that's fine. He said, you've just got to be that more patient coming into the straight. You turn your disadvantage into an advantage, or therefore those runners back inside of you are forced to stay in their line because you're not going to let them out because yep. you're going to ride a little bit more patient. You yep. know? So, okay. Yeah. The other thing, just one more on this, is often seen it's a bit of a bugbear of mine. You, you'll get horses drawn wide, um, and, and obviously the instructions from the trainer are, Go back, get some cover. So they go back, they get cover, but they're never in the race. <laughs> they never get into the race because, as we know, the first four in the running generally 70% yeah. of the time win. But they And if they had to push forward, okay, you might get caught wide or you might be able to slot in somewhere. I don't know how you feel about yeah, that. I agree. I mean, as soon as you start riding horses negatively, which is all well and good, some is their racing pattern, yeah. but you're so dictated to by tempo, yep. where the rail is, 
um, the amount of horses in the race. If you're going back from barrier six out of six, it doesn't really matter. Worst case scenario, you're three three lengths off the leader. That's right. But you're trying to drag back in a 14-horse field. You're, you're cactus. Yeah. It's a You'll very, win every now and again. Yeah, but, but not as often. Yeah. I love to ride horses up on speed. I think it takes a lot of bad luck out of it. But Love yeah. to hear that. And look at someone like Gay Waterhouse. Perfect Tommy example. Smith. I mean, yep. they always went forward, always still go forward mm. to stable with the bot Waterhouse with their horses. And how many races did they win? Plenty. There's a perfect example. Uh, some news of the week. Uh, are you into the harness? Being a Kiwi, you should be. <laughs> a little, but I get around it a bit. Yeah? Yeah. Well, it's into Dominion time. Uh, the finals tomorrow night at Albion Park. 6.30 local time, the final. Yeah. So not long after the last at Eagle Farm. You can nip on over. I'll be on a plane. Are you going to New Zealand? That's yeah. right, aren't you? Oh, well, you can look Next down time. from the window and see it. Uh, now, the Gold Coast grass track came through with flying colours mm. last week. Everything I read on social media was positive. Yep. Any of the jockeys said anything to you? Have you had any discussions about, any, about the track from anyone that rode on it? I was keen to get people's feedback because I, I do go down and ride work at the Gold Coast once a week. Obviously, I wasn't um, riding at that no. meeting on Saturday. I was in town. But by all accounts, everyone who rode there said the track was probably a touch on the firm side. But obviously, the tra- uh, sorry, the club were... Um, cautious of putting water on. Um, yeah, it went from a soft five to a good three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the camber on the track is beautiful. Yeah. They've done a really, really good job. I mean, in the terms of adding more water, um, that's an easy problem to fix yeah. um, and something they'll just gauge as they yeah. go along. Uh, they won't race again on the on the grass until the week before Magic Millions. So Polly for the next few weeks. Is that Wave Day? Yes, that's it. Wave Day. Yeah. Which is look, if we can, we'll chat to uh, to Ian Brown from the Gold Coast. Uh, before the end of the show. If we can fit him in. Now, uh, two-year-olds. Maddie Sears brought up this issue with the two-year-olds racing under lights a few weeks ago. You weren't aware of this? No. She had a horse, one of hers by the name of Bo Dazzler, which won, of course, at Eagle Farm last week. It had its debut. Yeah, it had its (laughs) debut. That's a under the lights a few weeks earlier. And she reckons the horse just did not handle it. It was tailed off last, and then it was... Uh, put off by lights and Christmas parties down the home straight sort of thing. It was a massive run that day. It was. Massive. Huge, you're right. And and then she suggested that two-year-olds don't run under lights. They just don't handle it. Well, uh, they have been banned from running under lights. The decision has been taken oh. that two-year-olds will now not run under lights. Well, so that's so interesting. I mean, two-year-olds obviously at this early stage of the season, they're still um, very new. And they yeah, can still have, yeah, yeah, have a few runs and, and things like that. And it's... Tricky enough for an older horse, obviously, to negotiate that. Yeah. So mm. what are your feelings? Do you think that two-year-olds sometimes do struggle under the lights when they're new two-year-olds? Absolutely. Okay. Yep. So a good move? I think so. I'm just ticking that off. Okay. <laughs> Prowess, a horse you'd know well, retired to stud. Yeah, it's sad news for everyone involved. Obviously, she's going to be extremely valuable broodmare. Um, Roger James, who obviously needs no introduction, fantastic no. trainer. She's done a great job, you know, for him as well, um, you know, with racing it what it's like you can be on top of the world one minute and the bottom the next but i mean i'm sure we'll see some of her progeny in the near future and um they've only got to do half as well as she did to be really you know putting some effort in, on the racetrack now speaking of last week you did mention that you were beaten on uh, machani explorer by bo dazzler if cohen's listening standing order leads away midnight in tokyo coming after it struggling freedom rally and deer trail they're diving to the inside and dream hour right down the outside midnight in tokyo reached a clear lead dream hour a danger big danger dream hour swept up dashed away won the gateway situation room is making ground air on the inside here comes all that pizzazz down the outside lengthening weaving through rubin 
ubiquitous, but out wide, all that pizzazz. Ubiquitous is trying to go with all that pizzazz. All that pizzazz, a clear leader near the line, and all that pizzazz, a brilliant winner. Has won Lassoe coming through the centre. Down the outside, Perrin away. Chatty Lady and Benny gets in, making their runs. And Startotes, little Startotes driving right through it on the inside. They've got 100 metres left to go. Out wide, Chatty Lady in the centre extremist. Startotes over on the inside. Chatty Lady going home best. Chatty Lady too good. One from either S. Elmer Zillow battling away, then Sat Saletto and Suwon making some ground. But the 100 to go, and Barbie's in front. Elmer Zillow's running on gamely. The too late sister, Barbie's sister, won the Callaway gal. Beat home, Elmer Zillow. Sam, you didn't much luck last week. You rode Carla C, pulled up lame. Yeah. You rode Secure a Girl, bled. Yeah. Oh, jeez. It was just one of those days. I mean, um, Mashani Explorer, he ran super. Obviously, he it was did. only a four-horse field, but um, he's tried, you know, tried really hard. He's on the quick backup. I believe he's racing Sunday too. So interesting to see how he goes. Tommy, uh, last week a lot of the jockeys got wide in the straight in the last few races. Any reason for it? No, yeah, I honestly don't think um, there was any need to be out that no. wide. Um, but anyway, hey, it was the Does fun. everyone tend to follow one. the leader after a while? Some do it and then go, oh, well, we'll go out wide because that must be the better going. Yeah, people are like sheep. Yeah, they are. Yeah. <laughs> monkey see, monkey do. <laughs> exactly. Today on the show, we're going to chat to, uh, to Bailey Wheeler. He's got a really good book of rides at uh, Eagle Farm tomorrow. Do you know Bailey well? Yeah, I know Bailey well. He's obviously a very talented young rider coming through the ranks. He, um, I believe he's probably going to be in some of our, you know, the top tier of our premiership um, standings uh, in the near future for sure. Yeah, well, he uh, he made his mark on the poly track there at the Gold Coast. Came up from New South Wales with Chris Anderson, mm. took him in, and uh, he won the premiership in well, less than a year. I think he beat King Callow, and that's no easy task. No. I don't know where King Callow is. I haven't seen him ride a horse He's for a long time. He's had surgery. Um, is that I was what talking it is? to Stacey, and I can't quite remember what kind. Of, I think it's a shoulder surgery, so okay. he's out. He's out for a little while. So he can still drive the Uber. He's still doing his Ubering. <laughs> All righty, racing action continues every day across the Sunshine State. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. And, of course, today we raced at Ipswich. Tonight we race at the Sunshine Coast. Tomorrow, Eagle Farm, the Group 3 Grand Prix, the listed gold edition, the listed Loch Ney. We go to Mackay in the north and Toowoomba in the twilight zone. Some country meetings. Chinchilla have their cup. Gladstone, Innisfail is off for obvious reasons. Uh, and Nanango uh, tomorrow as well. And then we're back to the Sunshine Coast on Sunday afternoon. All righty, Sam, now it's time to chat to Bailey Wheeler, who continues to ride winners. He's a very good jockey, Bailey Wheeler. He's come a long way in a short space of time, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. And I think you'll probably, if you ask him, it's, you know, his new boss, Annabelle Neesham, she's probably taken a bit of a firm hand with him, yep. but um, she's supported him all the same. And, you know, he's um, obviously in turn riding plenty of winners for everyone and plenty of winners for everyone else as well. Well, let's ask him if that's the case. Bailey, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, guys. How are you? Good, thanks. Good, good. Sound retired there. You okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm all right. I'm just getting ready for a big weekend. No, that's okay, mate. Now, has, Anna, has Annabelle taken a firm hand with you, as uh, Sam suggested? Yeah, she has. She's she's pretty hard, but she's fair. So um, it's been pretty good the the recent move. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's look, it's it's been good for you. You've been riding plenty of wins. Plus, you get on some really good horse too. Riding for a stable such as that, you really do get some some nice horses, and you obviously would notice the difference. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, you get on and a better horse, especially now the carnival's starting to 
um, obviously starting up here now and uh, the better horse will be starting to come from Sydney, um, from Annabelle Stable and hopefully I can snag a few rides um, in the bigger ones. Now you've been here for a while now, obviously you started off, uh, we did speak to you a couple of times, you started off with Chris Anderson and you did a terrific job winning the Premiership down on the Gold Coast. Uh, things have progressed on, hey, are you happy with the way things are going at the moment? Yeah, things are going pretty well, obviously I um, copped a month suspension and it sort of had to start um, up again and my momentum was stopped but since I've been back I've, I've rode a couple of winners, just been ticking over and um yeah, I find now things are going pretty well. I'm, I'm starting to get a good book of rides. and um, Yeah, things are going uh, better than I expected, really, for how long I've been back. Well, it's all a learning curve, isn't it, Sam? I mean, you're only young, Bailey. You know, we, we all learn, and that's how we, we get on in life. True. So, yeah. you know, onwards and upwards, and you've you've kicked plenty of goals since then. So, so well done to you. You've uh, been riding winners. You rode a, a good winner on the... Uh, at Eagle Farm on Wednesday. Too late, mate. I couldn't find it. You ran me down. Thanks very was, much for that. It was a great ride, actually. It was a good ride. Yeah. yeah. Happy with that horse? Oh, it's, it's good when luck um, goes your way. Yeah, it is. Oh, I picked the wrong one. I was uh, on the stable, mate, Tarps in the last. He wasn't far away, but uh, I don't know. He just doesn't seem to... I reckon that horse is better ridden up on the lead. There you go. I'm not giving yeah. you advice. because I've ne- <laughs> You know how many ridders I've ridden, Bailey? How many? I've ridden absolutely none. So that's just... <laughs> That's just a that's a comment from the couch. What do you think? Yeah, no, he, he goes quite fierce. Um, and we've tried to ride him quite to switch him off. But, yeah, Matt, I think he's going to be better ridden in the first couple and just keeping a good rhythm. But I thought he went okay the other day. I just think yeah. he ran a really wet track first up and it probably knocked the stuffing out of him. But I thought his time was okay the other day. Just, yeah, next time, ridden closer, it'll be hard to beat. Alrighty, let's have a look at your rides tomorrow at Eagle Farm. In the first race, you're riding Licker, number five for Tony Golan. Looks very well placed. Should be able to find the fence, you would think, from that gate. Yeah, I think so. When the barriers come out, I was pretty happy drawing five. I think she's come into four already, and she's a very quick filly with a um, good high rolling speed, and she can kick off it. So she's going to be a very good chance. I think it's just trying to get her out of the machines and get her in a good rhythm throughout. Um, it should be really hard to beat. Yeah, and you ride Blacklog for Scott Morrissey, obviously, in the third. He's, if not anything, consistent. Um, obviously, Scotty's been a, a good supporter of yours too, but I wouldn't be surprised to see this horse get up. He definitely looks like he deserves to. Yeah, he tries so hard. He never runs out of the top four. He's always thereabouts, but I just think he's lacking that bit of confidence, and he probably wants a wet track, but um, he's going good. He's an older horse. He's had 70-something starts, so. but uh, he's, he's going as well as ever, but he just... He gets you really well at the weight, so I'm sure he'll be thereabouts again. Now, in race five, uh, the benchmark 85, you're riding perfect mission. Uh, a mare that had a long, long break, but she's come back well. She was a last start winner. I think she can win again. Yeah, I think so as well. I think, obviously, she needed that first up run. The women the other day was pretty tough. She was three deep and had the circle on, but she was good through the line. And after the post, she was good, and she's galloped well since. She's going really well, I think. She gets in really well the weights again, and um, she's got to be hard to beat from a soft draw. Yeah, well, fingers crossed. I'm sure you can get that one up again. Like you say, the good draw certainly helps, and obviously she's a horse that you know well too. But in race six, you obviously it's your last ride of the day here. You ride Flashing Steel for Annabelle Nisham. It's obviously a horse that's bringing Sydney form up here. Is this one you've had much to do with um, around the stables? No, I ha- it only came up a couple of days ago. I haven't had much to do with it, but... 
kidney form's really good. It's won a couple or won four in a row um, last preparation and this one and horse gets up on speed and he's quite tough. So he probably need that first up run, but it's a really good race. Um, I couldn't really pronounce that um, winner of the race, but... <laughs> Um, it goes really good. Go <laughs> awesome. so, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, Gustasissimo. Oh, I wouldn't have picked that. Yeah, yeah. there you go. It's a new pizza. Yeah, so Is it? it goes really <laughs> I don't know. It, it sounds like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it, it goes really good. So it does. He's training on well. He's had a trial since, and it should be really hard to beat. Yeah, it does. It's. Uh, I think it's unbeaten, that horse. Or near enough to it. Very, very... Uh, I, I think that's the horse that it won the last race. It was at, uh, in Sydney a few weeks ago, but I think it's going to go to Hong Kong, so we won't see it again. Yeah, so it's had six starts for three wins three in a wins. second. You don't have to worry about pronouncing the name because you probably won't see it here ever again. <laughs> the owner's Hong Kong-based, so that's yeah. where it'll end up, I think. <laughs> and, of course, your ride on Sunday has been scratched by a bolt or won't be running there. So uh, you get Sunday off. You can catch yeah. up on some of that sleep. Yeah, I reckon I need to have a good sleep after riding, you know, tonight and tomorrow. And Anyway, we'll catch up on some sleep Sunday. Uh, you're doing a great job, Bailey. Onwards and upwards. I hope you have a great Christmas. Are you hanging around in Queensland for Christmas or back to New South Wales? Yeah, I've got some family coming up, so um, I'll stay up here and I'll be pretty busy riding, so um, I'll probably won't be doing much at Christmas. I've got to look after my weight, but I've yeah. um, got a couple of family members coming up, so that'll be good. Well, you enjoy. All the best to you and your family, and thanks for your support throughout the year. Thank you. Thanks. No worries. Bailey Wheeler joining us there, Sam. Now, I've got some questions for you after the break. I'm going to play the old, uh, I don't know if I've got 10 questions, but I've got a few of them. But one of them, you already know, I did ask you what your favourite song was. Now, I know. You I've got said to tell you were surprised. This threw me. Because <laughs> I, I would say this song was released before you were even born. Yes. It'd have to be. Yeah. I couldn't tell you when it was, but it absolutely it was, would have. Yeah. Yeah. Plenty of years before you were born. So why? I'll play the song into the break, but tell me. No, maybe I should play the song now and then you can tell us after the break yeah. why you like it. Okay, so let's go to the break with Sam Collett's favourite all-time song and you'll never Out on the street, the traffic starts jumping with folks like me on the job from nine to five. Working nine to five. This is The Punter's Mate on SEN. Sam, do you recognise that tune? I do. Fantastic. What's it, what's it from? Oh, I couldn't tell you where it's from. I've heard it before. But Have you? Yeah. Well, that tune, you watch Seinfeld? Oh, many years ago. Are you a Seinfeld fan? Not really? Not really. Okay. Well, it was from uh, Kramer and Newman mm. were making sausages in Jerry's apartment. Oh. And that was the music that was on. There you go. So Sam Hyland and I have a, a segment each week called Sausage of the Week because <laughs> Sammy labels some of these horses that don't really run well as sausages. <laughs> of course he does. So we've had quite a few over time, and I don't think any of them have won since, so we're on the right track. Yeah, good. Uh, I'm not going to ask you for one because if I ask you to tell me a horse that you don't think is too honest... 
You'll burn the owners, you'll burn the trainer, and I don't want to do that to you. No, and I'll be getting a full-time job in radio. Exactly. <laughs> Probably mine. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to go with one this week, and it's from the Barry Lockwood stable, Evocator. Have you ridden a Vocator at all? I haven't, but, I mean, it's not often that, you know, Barry's horses, you know, you would no. call them sausages. He does a great job. Well, I tipped but... a Vocator last week. I thought he'd run well. And, and, look, he wasn't beaten far in that last race, but he just finds ways of getting beaten, this horse. <laughs> he runs into trouble. Uh, and look, he's got a few mates out there that do the same thing. They're always unlucky. Uh, Martin Harley's been riding him. And he's been having some horrible luck lately. Yeah. Horrible, he's... horrible luck. Oh, after the... He had a really good run when he came back after the fall. He had a good run earlier this year, but lately, if there's a if there's a if there's a wall of horses to find in Martin. front of him, he's running into it. It's just not working for him. But we know he'll be back. He's a good friend of the show. So Evocator goes into the sausage file this week, and don't forget, I did put Scalopini in the week before and runs tomorrow. So I might end up with sausage and egg on my face. Watch this space. Exactly. <laughs> show today, Sam. Yeah, Must be your influence. <laughs> Must be. Now, we did play 9 to 5 out of the first break. That was your favourite song. That that surprised me. When when I asked you what your favourite song was, I didn't expect you to come up with a song that was released before you were even born, <laughs> but there you go. Yeah, I don't know why I find it just a vibe. Like, when I'm going to the races, I have a, like a bit of a playlist I like to really chuck yep. on and get me pumped up. And that's, Motivational. It's really one of the... It's, Almost one of the last ones I'll play before I get out of my car because I don't know. I just I vibe with it. Always puts a smile on my face. Yeah. Just gets me in the mood. So yeah. Was that from a movie? Oh, probably. It would have to have been off a movie, but that's probably not where I've heard it from. Maybe Mum and Dad. Yeah. Maybe it's some kind of PTSD. <laughs> it's resonated with me. I tell you, she's still going strong, Dolly Parton. Good on doesn't her. Doesn't look any different. No. Or that plastic. Oh, it's got to be the plastic <laughs> surgery because she doesn't look any different to when she looked when that song was released. Because mm. I did watch the film clip yesterday. I thought, really, she doesn't look that much younger. No. So yeah. She's, uh, she's done well. Now it's time for a little bit of uh, an insight into Sam Cole. Let's play, uh, oh, I've got about eight questions here maybe. Yes, fire away. Right. Now you don't know any of these. None of I them. I haven't asked you about any of these uh, any of these questions prior to now. So you've got to think on the spot. So if you're not sure, I'll let you have some time and you can give me an answer at the end of the show. All right, okay. deal. Uh, Favourite movie? Yeah, see, I love Forrest Gump. There's something about it that it's a whole roller coaster of emotions. Yep. You know, and... I don't know if I could trust anyone that doesn't like Forrest Gump. Oh, I don't think we be friends. Forrest, run! <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there is anybody that doesn't like Forrest Gump. Surely not. Ah, surely. It's so wholesome. Yeah, it is. So wholesome. Any others? Yeah, like obviously I'm going to be a bit sappy here and say that The Notebook is oh. also one of those. I don't know. Like I'm not, I don't always love a lot of chick flicks. Yeah. I do get around a bit of a horror movie. I don't know if that makes me a little bit strange, but that's fine. <laughs> I'll embrace it. But The Notebook is up there. I just, I don't know what I'm feeling. About like. comedies. Do you like comedies? Yeah, I like comedies. I've got a bit of a warped sense of humour too. Like, um, you know, I love a good dad joke and yep, yep, a great yep. pun and things yep. like that. So. No, that's good. Yeah. Uh, okay. Now, if someone was to play you in a movie, who would it be? Ooh, Margot Robbie, because she's <laughs> extremely good looking like myself, obviously. <laughs> you like her? She's good. No, she, she's come a long way, hasn't she? They tell me she's from Dolby. I think she is, actually. Yeah, the yeah. best thing to come out of Dolby, they yeah. reckon. Yeah, and she used to be on Neighbours. Did she? Yeah, she started out on yeah. Neighbours. There you go. There you from, go. And look from at her Dolby, now. moved to Corumbin. Wow. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, she's an absolute babe. 
yeah, she she goes okay. There's no doubt about it. I don't think anyone's <laughs> going to disagree with that. Uh, your favourite food. Now, the tough one for a jockey. Yeah, but see, I'm pretty lucky. Yeah, though. you don't have any trouble anyway. No, I do, but like I'm an, I would say I'm an, a food enthusiast. I like, appreciate a lot of food. I'm one of these people, if someone goes to a restaurant and they're like, is there anything you don't like? And I said, I really wish there were things that I don't like because I will literally eat anything. <laughs> like, I love pasta, right? But this yep. really is one of the, one of the only foods I do try and avoid because it, it's really no good for my weight. But I can appreciate a good pasta. And when I was did a bit of traveling around Europe a few years ago um, with some friends of mine, I ate so much pasta and I came back and I, I almost looked like a bowl of pasta. <laughs> I was about that round. Yeah. Bit of carbonara. Yeah, Not rich yum. at all, is it? No, I love it. Any kind of food. Yeah, big foodie. So what about barbecues and things like that? Yeah, I would say that my invasion. Go- yeah, bit of um, I would say my go-to if I was cooking for myself is something more like a steak and a salad. Um, yeah. Salmon, I love salmon. Yep. Really big seafood eater. Um, it sort of depends. Obviously, during the week, I don't want to be eating too much heavy no. stuff. Getting closer to the weekend, but if I'm having a bit of a splurge, it's probably yeah, like a really good steak or now, lamb. You ride a fair bit for Les Ross. Yeah, I Has do. Has he ever taken you out for dinner? Because he eats out every single night of the week. You He's, know that, don't you? I've heard that. But, you know, it's a funny story. So on, um, was it last Sunday he came to the races and he was as crook as anything. And we said, it was me and Mark Duplessis and we were like, well, what have you done to yourself? <laughs> he said, well, I went to this all-you-can-eat buffet oh. the other night. And he said, oh, I hadn't eaten. He goes, I ate so much food. And they tell me that at one stage he was almost on the hospital bed in the sick bay at, at, at the races because really? he was so unwell. Yeah. He just so he must have got something that uh, – he must have had something that someone might have had their fingers on, perhaps. I don't know. <laughs> buffets are a bit like oh, that. Yeah. They're a bit risky, buffets. Yeah, it's risky business. Oh, you wouldn't catch me doing that, like I said. I No. I'll so he hasn't invited you out for dinner? Not yet. No, but I must be high on the list for yeah, sure. Yeah, you must be. Uh, three people that you'd invite to a dinner party. They could be alive or past. Oh, that's a good question. Um, my granddad. My, my dad's dad, I never really got to meet him uh, much, and I know he was a massive part of our family, so I would love to have spent some really good time getting to know him. Yep. Um, my sister, who I don't get to see much, this is all going to sound very sentimental, isn't it? Um, well, throw in someone famous. Yeah. And well, it can't be Margot Robbie. Oh, lame. <laughs> <laughs> You're no fun. Henry Cavill. The who? best Henry Cavill. So he plays Superman. He's one of the oh. – and he was also on The Witcher. One of the best-looking people you'll ever see on this earth. And that's my opinion. Better looking than our Cohen? Oh, I don't know. Cohen's pretty good looking. I hope he's listening. <laughs> he will be. <laughs> what? <laughs> he was listening. Now, if you were not a jockey, what would you be? Pro golfer? Well, I'm hoping so. That's really where I hope my, my life's heading, actually, after my racing career. And no, But in all honesty, I actually would like to finish my interior design course. I started okay. studying... Um, during COVID at home when we had some time off. I don't, it's something I feel quite passionate about, and I would love to build and design my own house. Could you do that whilst still being a jockey? I think it's something I was looking at getting into yep. um, before I moved over here. I think my um, I don't know, my thought process has changed slightly here. I'm just here 110%, but had I still stayed at home, I think that was probably a, an avenue I was looking at. Like yep. I can do it on the side. I can also be my own boss. Yep. Um, before I started race riding, I was never going to follow in mum and dad's footsteps. I wanted to be an equine vet. Yeah. And then I realised I actually had to stay at school and be a lot smarter than I am now. So <laughs> that never Nobody happened. Nobody wants to do that. <laughs> okay. Uh, now, you might have answered this one already. Celebrity crush. Is it Henry Cavill? Oh, yes, hands down. Okay. I've never yep. even heard of him. Cohen, have you heard of Henry Cavill? Is he named after, uh, is Cavill Mel named after him? 
Uh, I haven't, but I'm looking him up now. He's Are a good-looking rooster. Um, oh, my God. I know, right? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Pretty I think Cohen's yeah. got a man crush. He has. Yeah, wow. Yeah, he okay. goes all right. He goes all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, next question. Who's your closest friend in the jockey's room? Oh, Tiff Brooker. Yeah? Yeah, I love Tiff to death. She, um, I lived with her for a while, and she's been my uh, New Zealand, uh, sorry, Australian sister yep. pretty much here, and um, she's a hard worker, and she puts up with all my rubbish, so someone has to. <laughs> so she's on the Sunshine Coast, isn't she? Yeah, yeah okay. she's looking after mum now. Mum's up at Calandra, oh, okay, so great. they're hanging out. Yeah, okay. All right, that's good. Yeah. And the last question I've got for you, your favourite holiday destination. Oh, wow. We go on some really amazing holidays. Yep. Um, actually, last year I went to Europe for Christmas and New Year's and travelled around there with my sister, which was incredible. Um, but my favourite holiday destination would probably have to be Croatia. Okay. Mm. okay. Loved it. Loved the um, the history behind it. Obviously, all the water and the islands. And, yeah, is, awesome. Is there a place you've been in the world you'd never, ever go back to, even if they paid you? Saudi, oh, not Saudi Arabia, sorry, Inner Mongolia. I went to Inner Mongolia. Actually, funny story, Alicia Collett and I, we got invited to go and ride in Inner Mongolia, and it was probably one of the wildest experiences I've ever had in my life. We had to load our own horses into the barriers. Um, Alicia was her, was her first group one winner she'd ridden, which didn't count, and she got this this trophy, which I, I accidentally smashed on the ground. Oh, was no sour nice. grapes there, but she was very upset about it. Um, yeah, I just leave me out of it. Really? Yeah. In Mongolia. I wouldn't recommend. Okay. We won't go there. <laughs> Cancel the trip. There. Okay, that's good. All right. I might. Uh, now, if you're going to join me next week, mm -hmm. I might have to come up with some more questions. Yeah. Which won't be easy, but uh, I'm sure you will. I'll come up. Have you, now, have you heard of Blair Gibson, a.k.a. Gibbo? I've heard of Tipster? you uh, mention Gibbo, but I've never met him myself. Well, he was the only person I know that tipped the winner of the Gateway last week, and I don't know how he did it, but after this, we're going to find out exactly how he did it. On the Gold Coast, in the sunshine, a holiday paradise. Down on the Gold Coast is where we find Gibbo, a.k.a. Blair Gibson, uh, who, Sammy, I've got to say, he's the only person I know that tipped Dream Hour to win the gateway last week. And when it went across the line, I sent him a text saying that is just outstanding. And then I went back and had a look at the form and I thought, how the hell did he find it? I, it I couldn't yeah. find it. It didn't just win. It won well, too. Altered him. Gibbo, <laughs> please explain. Thank you, mate. And I think we, I think, I think the quote last week in the golf course was, cannot believe it's that price. So it wasn't even after the race. They even said, no. how can they pay that before it? I know. Mate, I just like, like you look at that race. I, I just couldn't believe that a horse like it, it had decent form, not a lot of luck um, in races, benchmark 72, 78 in Sydney. And sometimes it was held up and just when it got out, it would be good late. Um, against horses that are class ones up here, like John Rambo, don't get me wrong, he's got some upside, but it was half the price of Dream Hour. Um, I, I yeah. just couldn't believe against class ones, maidens, some class twos. A horse who's performed well in 72, 78 since Sydney. Blinkers first time, set for the race by a really good stable. I just thought it was worth a gamble at that price. And uh, they you went wrong. They seemed pretty confident. The ride was a very confident one. Yeah. Yeah, well, he rides uh, Eagle Farm really well, does Andrew Mellion, doesn't he? Oh, it suits it perfectly. Probably suits him, him more than anyone else. Just really patient. Likes to, um, if he's got his choice forward or back, he'll usually go back. And 
some of the best wins we've ever seen at Eagle Farm are accidental rides, just where horses can't get out and they're actually mm. held up for that last 200. It's just it's amazing how often you see it. Unlucky horses all of a sudden are at Eagle Farm. Well, that was an outstanding effort. Outstanding effort indeed. Now, tell me you're at the Gold Coast Convention Centre at the moment. We've spoken a lot about the upcoming fight next year that you're having. Uh, I believe it's sold out. How good's that? Yeah, it is the Podcast Royale at the uh, at the Gold Coast Convention Centre. I think it's, we've got about 4,000 seats and we sold out in uh, 12 hours, I believe. So behind the Shim Zoo fight bigger than Coldplay. One of the quickest things to ever sell out the convention centre. Wow. And you are fighting yeah, Tim Zoo, that's right, good. isn't it? <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> I'm actually here. The business, the business partner I'm with, I'm actually fighting the business side of the partner that we're running the... Oh, that's good. So he's here. He's had a big night last night. And he's jumping up at me every corner we walk around. Well, that's handy. If you both knock each other out, then there's no business. Is the smack talk started already? Yeah, I'd I'd almost accept that. that, That's not a loss. I'd accept that. (laughs) All right. Now, you're only as good as your last tip, which was very good. Can you give us a couple of winners tomorrow? Anywhere. I don't care where they are. If they're anything like last week, they could be, even at a non-tab meeting, I'll jump in the car and drive there. (laughs) Unfortunately, I can't find it anywhere near as much value. I just think it's a, a really even sort of day at the coast end, Brisbane. But I just think the last two races in Brisbane, uh, race nine, far too easy. I don't want to take odds on, but I think it's still um, in the black as we speak. Just I know some people are saying it just keeps running places, but it's in good races. Again, not hasn't had the best of luck in a couple of them. Um, I just think 1,400 smoke the pipe in behind and wait as long as possible. And I think it's the perfect race. If it's going to be winning a good race, it can be this one. Yep. And then in the last, the horse I had been frustrated with, but again, got the job done out to 2000 last time was Knight's Choice. Yep. I would rather it be at 2000. I just think he's just too, he's just not quick enough over the mile. So back to 1800 is an ideal, but to the big track is a help. So just thinking class can get him through. Like it's a, it's not a great race. I think he's clearly a better horse than him. I think if it was 2,000-plus, he'd be immoral, but um, still think he can win. So I think anywhere around that $3.30 sort of mark plus um, could be a bet in the last any, as well. Any thoughts on those horses, Sam? Far yeah. too easy or Knight's Choice? Well, I think Knight's Choice, obviously, they've done a great job with him to bring him back from those couple of runs at Sydney. Sydney they were obviously yep. well short of his best, but and obviously Gibbo hits a nail on the head. The big track is obviously, you know, suits him. Yep. And Jaden rides him so well. He knows horse inside and out. And, I mean, if anyone knows how to get a result with a stayer, it's uh, Sheila and John. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just interesting. I've tipped him as well. Uh, I'm a bit like you. I would have liked it to be 2,000 or further. But I just like the way he picked up when he was asked to pick up last start. He's just got that touch of yeah, class about him, hasn't he? Yeah, he, he definitely has. And it's just, I would just, a horse going forward, if they could just pick races like 2,000 metres, uh, third up, and then further, you know, 2,000 to 2,400, just big tracks, I think, is the key too. Same thing, you can give him time to get to the outside. I just... I think he's going to be a very, very nice horse. It's just finding the right races going forward because, yes, he, he won on the tight track, but I just think them big tracks are, are the key to him. All right. Now, we're back on the poly at the Gold Coast tomorrow. Gee, by all reports, and even Sam's mentioned who she's spoken to, the, the grass track came through with flying colours. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, been very happy with a lot of the feedback. So I think we're all on track for the millions. Yep. Um, back to the poly. 
tough sort of day there. I don't like giving back markers, but I think see you later, Gator. Uh, I think it's about run last start. six off the top of my head. Um, yeah, he's been very good each start. Just just to get back patterns of torture, I, I don't usually tip him like that, but I think it's one of the ones that sort of should be winning there tomorrow. Okay, that's race six. Have you got a number handy? Because I don't. Uh, if you haven't, it sure doesn't top matter. Weight. He's okay. top weight. Okay, so race yeah. six. So at the Gold Coast tomorrow on the Poly, race six, number one, see you later, Gator. And at Eagle Farm, race eight, sorry, race nine, number four, far too easy. And race 10, number three, Knight's Choice. Gibbo, as I said, outstanding effort last Saturday. Very, very well done. And I'm sure that uh, you'll give us another three winners this week. Thank you, mate. Good riding, Sam. Thank you, thank you. Thanks, Gibbo. Enjoy your weekend. We'll chat to you next week. There you go. Blair Gibson joining us there on the show, as he does each and every week. And if you're a follower, you'll have full pockets after last week. There was Blair Gibson, who, of course, Sammy, has a big fight coming up in April. Good luck to him. Yeah, good luck to him. Yeah, I don't think he's ever fought before. Last time we checked, he hadn't even done any training. Oh, well, he yeah, he needs to sharpen up. Well, he needs to do better. Next week, we'll ask him exactly what his program is going forward. Yeah. Now that it's locked in, Puts there's going to be 12,000 people there watching him. Oh. You can have that. I think that's how many people, but I might be wrong. Anyway, there's going to be a lot there. Now, tips for the weekend. Obviously, you can't give me any tips for the weekend. No. So I'll give these tips out. And our good friend at South Australian Horse Racing Tips, if you jump on Twitter, or X as they call it these days, South underscore tips. Gawler tomorrow in South Australia. Race one, number two, Midnight Mass to win. Race two, number one, Apache Star each way. Race five, number two, mm, here we go. Aragu Mama, the win. Race seven, number seven, Sue Warrior each what? way. <laughs> exactly. I don't want to say that again. And race eight, number five, All Beans each way. Now, he's given us an omen an omen bet. Uh, there's one out speed running in tomorrow at Sogola. Race eight, number nine, Tap In for Par. Oh, what a great name. I love that. I've got a share in a horse. You may know. You may not know, Sam. And she's by Spieth, mm -hmm. and her name is April in Augusta. Oh, I do know. I've ridden her before, actually. Yes, she's a nice little horse. She's going super too. She's going well for CJ at the moment, but she she's is. gone for a break, so uh, we won't see her for a while. But uh, they're, they're good names. The Spieths obviously throw to those sorts of names, don't they? Anything to do with golf. Yeah, well, I appreciate someone who's put a bit of effort into a horse. Who's name. your favourite guy? You got one? Oh, Lydia Poe. Yeah, because she's a Kiwi, and yeah. she's so good. And she won last week with Jason Day. Unreal. Did you watch that? I didn't get to watch it, no, but I've got it all recorded so I can re-watch and get some tips. It's funny. It's like she's been around forever. An old soul. Yes, because she, I think she started when she was 14 or 15. And I, would she even be 30 yet? I have no oh, idea. She just got married recently. Incredible. But, uh, no, she's a terrific golfer. She's only tiny, too. There you go. That's me. Lydia Co. 2.0. Yeah, I know. Nothing wrong with short people, Sam. <laughs> There's not enough of us in the world. <laughs> no. Uh, Eagle Farm tomorrow, ongoing. Race four, number nine, Fumiko each way. Race six, number seven, Shah of Goma to win. Race eight, number nine, Abounding to win. And race nine, number five, Irish Songs each way to knock over Gibbo's tip. Far too easy. And Scalapini, who's a sausage. <laughs> I hope uh, Steve O'Day and Matty Hoisted are not listening into the show. Because they won't come on ever again after I've said that. Now, let's have a look at your rides tomorrow at Eagle Farm, Sam. Yeah, a just, a, there. just a couple for me tomorrow. Red Death Pond, um, she's obviously a mare I've had quite a bit to do with. Her run last start was a, quite a head-scratcher for me. Um, I sort of toyed up with the idea of how we were going to ride her. The tempo looked to be very slow on paper. She'd, she'd drawn wide. Um, we're trying to see if she's going to run a trip out. Uh, her yeah. start before, sorry, run before last at Caloundra was really solid. I thought she hit the line nicely, and I was convinced that a step-up and trip was going to be her friend at 
things just didn't really pan out last up. She has drawn a better barrier. So, I mean, without talking to um, Mr. Crop prior to, I assume that we will probably ride her a little bit closer to speed because she was a mare that ran not too far off the pace over a 1,000 metre race very early on. It's a difficult race, that. There's no horses in that Grand Prix that just scream, I want a trip. Maybe that one that won in Sydney, I'm a Zaki, I think it's called. Yeah. Uh, but that was a weak race. Very weak race. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see this mare bounce back, to be honest, especially yeah. with the good barrier draw. I think it just can change the way we ride her and um, give her a bit of a better chance. All right, and you're riding Ruba High mm. in the gold edition. Did make a lot of ground last start. Made up stacks of ground. Mm. Um, it's not a, a horse I'd ridden previously, and she sort of drew a bit of a sticky gate. And my plan, um, talking to Mr. Kemp prior to the race, was to try and ride her a little bit aggressive early to hold a bit more of a spot. But I just couldn't muster enough speed with the good tempo up front. Got a long way back and obviously really only got into the race very late stages. Uh, I do think a step up in trip will suit her. I know she doesn't quite get that uh, Saturday, but the longer straight also is going to be her friend. Um, hopefully she can just race that touch closer like, um, and just make her job a bit easier because she only has to rattle off a good yeah. you know, furlong like she did the other day to actually be riding that. Okay, and you're off to New Zealand after that for a couple of days? Yeah, back just home? for a few days. So I missed the races on Sunday at Caloundra, but I'll be back in action to be at track work on Tuesday morning. And you've got rides at a, where are we, Doombin next Wednesday? Yes, uh, I'm not too sure what my lovely manager Cam has booked for me there, but hopefully he's got me nice and busy. Yes, I'm sure he yeah. will, while he's enjoying himself somewhere. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, really appreciate your time today. Thanks for uh, joining us. Thanks for filling in for the other Sam. That's all right. It's been uh, an absolute pleasure. Who's God knows where he is in his caravan. <laughs> Uh, now, this is another song of favourite of yours from Forrest Gump, of course. So yep. let's go out with California Dreaming. Catch you again next week, Sam. If you'd be so kind to join me, that'd be great. Enjoy your weekend. Safe travels. See you next week. Perfect. Bye.